Welcome to Tea Break with Vivian Cosimir. Vivian and her guests are here to help you empower yourself and open your mind to higher realizations. Now, here is Vivian. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our first podcast of the year about the three W's, as I call it. Who, what, and why. My slogan, if coffee wakes you up, tea awakens you. I am Vivian Casimir, and I have the pleasure to be here with Sonia Charles, founder of Vimage Factory, and Angela Leone, money mindset coach, to illustrate the self-empowerment in raising the three W in your life. As you know, in the podcast, we always, or we try very often, to keep a conscious perspective. So just to explain to you the three why, first one, who am I? Of course, you know that one. This is the basic question to help you align yourself with your true nature. We all know intellectually that we are more than the ego identity. We are more than a name, a profession, a social status, etc. But, and I insist, do we really take time to feel it in our hearts? Or do we truly attain that space of pure consciousness in our life? That is when knowing is not enough. Second W, what do I want to do? Ah, the big question. On the path to alignment with our true self, we become aware of our missions intuitively uh, or guiding force, as some call it in our life. It's about listening to our inner voice, intuition, or positive obsession, as I call it. You know what I mean, like uh, whatever you do, wherever you go, you still have the same idea popping up in front of you. So it's like a sign telling you, do that. So I call it positive uh, obsession. And the third Y, the third W is, why do I do what I do? Aha. As humans, we do have an ego. It's, uh, it's normal. If we don't, we are not human. But the point is, who, who is the designer of your life? Your ego, the small identity, or your true self? The spiritual awakening is about making the ego in service to your true self, not the other way around. So in so doing, you realize that whatever you do is for the higher good and not just for yourself. Sonia and Angela, in that sense, are working with the three W's, of course, in their own way, from their unique perspectives to help and guide people in the direction of the life they are meant to live. So for me, I see it like an extra conscious support for entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and for everyone's relationship with money because we know money is seen as a source of anxiety for many. So let's start with Sonia. Welcome, Sonia, to the podcast. Thank you, Vivian, for uh, welcoming me as well. Uh, good. I had you in mind for a long time, so I'm glad that we finally made it. <laughs> so, uh, Sonia, uh, tell us a bit about you and how you came to do what you do. But first, maybe tell us what Vimage Factory is. So Vimage Factory is uh, it's an agency where we help our clients to gain um, to gain more uh, exposure. So we help them basically online, but we also giving them 
offline by example when you go to uh, an exhibition or you have a salon and everything and we aim to do it throughout video and strategy so i'm always saying before to do something you must have a strategy otherwise you're doing a lot of stuff but you're going nowhere so <laughs> this is why this year we really have an emphasis on the strategy and also uh, we know that as a solopreneur or when we're, we're getting started, the budget is not there yet. So this is why we also offer online courses or trainings that we do in person or uh, online, where we're giving people help about how to get exposure without you know breaking the, the, the bank, as we say, because uh, we're having limited, um, limited uh, resources, but nothing is impossible. And even we can achieve a lot of stuff with a small budget. So I really enjoyed that. And and what made bring me to create Image Factory is uh, first thing first, I keep, I think it comes from when I was very young. So when I was young, I wanted to be a teacher. I always remember when my, yeah, my family would ask me, what do you want to do in life? I, I wanted to be a teacher. I was always the one tutoring my little nephews, my cousin, whenever they have like issues at school, I would help them. I was kind of uh, a student let's say and uh but one thing that i realized because i was born in 80 and i remember in 80 uh school was very something important it's like you really have to have good grades but when i came in canada it's a whole different thing i would see like the kids sometimes they don't really respect the teacher they're kind of really you know kind of arrogant i was like oh can i be a teacher in this environment so I kept this dream, but I was like, I have to find a way to where I'm going to be comfortable. And uh, fast forward, when I was 15, I had a course called, um, it's in French. I went to French uh, school. It's uh, video shooting and photography. So this is where I discovered my passion for anything related to video uh, and photography. At first, I hate it, but I, I kind of start to love it because it was a course where I could I could express my creativity. I'm someone very creative. Oh, and exactly. So I decided to study in cinema, video production and photography. And this is where uh, the company has launched technically when I was in uh, CJEP. So after high school, I, it's, mm -hmm. it's in Quebec is different. Two years before university. So I started to do videos for uh, many companies like uh, oh. non-profit. Exactly. I did for nonprofit with kids, uh, different project uh, for with teenagers as well. And this is where I launched. I'm like, OK, they need videos because it's a very effective way to uh, promote your ideas, promote an emotion and everything. And then this is where it start. And then production for people and helping people how to create their content. So uh, this is uh, how, but uh, wow. me to create the image factory. Wow. I didn't know that. That's very interesting. Thank <laughs> oh, you. Cool. You didn't mention something or maybe I didn't hear it. And I want to mm -hmm. emphasize it. Your mission. I loved it. And I picked you for that uh, for other reason too. But that one uh, st stood out for me. You want to spotlight lesser known businesses and individuals who have a positive social and lasting impact on society. I loved it. I loved it because this is the future. You are right there. So thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you're welcome. Yeah. We will <laughs> dig more into how you do it. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, so uh, what's your, just as a general uh, way to, to introduce you, what's your general experience 
with solopreneur um, in you know in your in your field since you started do you see any differences between for example age group because you you have clients from 25 years old and people in their 60s so do mm-hmm. you see any difference in a term in terms of uh, their goal in life or what they want to do uh, men versus women for example gender or multicultural background who yes, wants to absolutely. be entrepreneur yeah Absolutely. Nowadays, um, I would say people, whenever you see something that is not working in society, something that, that could be done better, something, uh, maybe a need that is not reply, people will create a business because uh, even, yeah, even if we're still in a modern life, there's a lot of problem problems that haven't been addressed or not addressed well in society. So this is why a lot of people, you know, they're launching their business. So um, there's a good reason to launch your business and there's bad reason um one thing one thing that i don't love to hear it's it's a, a lot of people say it but it's like be your own boss it's oh, not i true. was gonna ask you about that <laughs> oh thank you thank you this so much the, yeah this is the biggest lie because I, I realize it's not true even when you start maybe not even when you have like the big company and everything you're still depending on your clients if you have no clients no business so technically you know i don't say the client take every decision on your business but Mm -hmm. once you decide Mm -hmm. to say okay this is my ideal client this is who i want to work with they you have to collaborate with them so you cannot do as you want um you have uh government regulation as well you know paying tax and everything there's laws um you have also you have to be um able to sustain to retain the employees because there is a lot of uh, hard, people, business have a lot of uh, issue with retaining, you know, employees because people, uh, maybe they launch uh, their business or they just, okay, I'm, I'm tired of this job. I'm just going to change. So uh, <laughs> you also have uh, your suppliers. So it's not true. If you want to start your business, be on bus is not the right reason. Having control of your time might be a good benefit, mm-hmm. having control. Because yes, you can kind of, sometime uh, I do have like, uh, I I'm giving an example. I had families coming that came to Canada last year. So I was able to take the time to help them, to introduce them to the country, to uh, go to appointments. So this is something that is very valuable. But be your own boss, not really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. Sorry no, to, thank you. to, I popped their bubble, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, yeah. You know, but this this is interesting because, you know, I have nephews also very young, but this is a dream for them. But the mm-hmm. very common uh, answers, as you said, it's my, mm-hmm. to be my own boss, to have more freedom for my time. Uh, mm-hmm. And money is no longer the driving force. People want to live and not be mm-hmm. uh, slave to the work. So all Absolutely. of these. Mm-hmm. Yes. So also what I like about your, your approach, there's many things I like, but what I like is you're, you're young, you're still young in your career, and you you take time to uh, guide people to make sure they know what it is to be a solopreneur. You don't, you know, uh, give them illusion or package something for them and ask Talwego. You really work with them. And that's what we're going to explore in a few minutes. But that's also a difference because... There's still a myth in society about uh, entrepreneurship, you know, that it's mm-hmm. ideal and everything. So I, m- many people know, of course, the difference, but just to make f- to make things clear, 
solopreneur is when you are alone, you are the only company person in your company, you may hire contractors, but you are the only one. Entrepreneur is when you have, when you hire employees in your organization. So there's a slight difference, but apparently they say that many uh, solopreneurs end up being entrepreneurs. So that's interesting. Sure. So in the new paradigm we live in, the way I phrase things sometimes, it looks like it's very big, but it's not big. You know, it's just a way of phrasing paradigm, in the new the paradigm word. we live in. Yes. <laughs> the we speak of conscious business. It's very common now to say conscious business as opposed to regular capitalist way of doing business. You know, mm -hmm. uh, That's the future. I'm not making it up. Okay. So mm -hmm. f for you, how the, the concept of new consciousness influences your approach to the video production and content creation in marketing? Um, so I would say now the reason why conscience is very important is that we do have to, all of our actions, whether if we are uh, an enterprise, uh, a business or just a regular person, we have impact uh, businesses on environment and people's life and everything. So nowadays, business are very um, sensitive to the impact they have on people. Um, I'm giving an example, super example that I've the last um, few weeks ago I've saw. I think there was a company, I forgot the name. They they're doing like very durable um cups like where you can mm -hmm. put your coffee and everything and there was a lady she uh her car burned and the only thing that was left is the cup because it's very resistant and the company and she 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 just did a random post she was like oh my i had this accident with my car but hopefully this cup i forgot the name of the brand i'm not gonna do free publicity with for them <laughs> <laughs> joking <laughs> so she 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 posted a picture and the company what they did is like we're very sorry for what happened to you we don't do that often but we're gonna help you having a new car so you see oh. yes you see this is so how, the impact that businesses can have in people's personal life it's more than only selling it's be there for people um, you know, the lady just, she didn't, she just posted a picture of like, oh, this survived in my car. So as a conscious business, we have to be able to understand that um, because when we do a business, of course, it's to do money, but we shouldn't, I always said there's enough money for everybody. So being able to help the client beyond, beyond always um, helping them. And even if it's uh, for your enver environmental impact, um, being able to help your employees having a right balance between life and and personal work and personal life. Because before I used to think that when I want, if I want to have a career, you have to sacrifice either your personal life and everything. Yeah. But today, um, businesses they showed us we well actually people kind of forced them to because back in the time. Um, they, a lot of time people were like, oh, millennials are very difficult, blah, blah, blah. But me, I'm a millennial. But the thing is that we want to have a work balance, right? So mm -hmm. we kind of impose that. We we we, we tell the, our bosses our, um, our limits. So now they are um, aware of that. So they really try to having like a flexible, I've heard about the four days a week, by example, mm -hmm. and everything. So the businesses are now very conscious about their impact, how they can change people's life. And working is a big part of your life. So we really need to 
find i would say a balance so yeah i would say wonderful. this is how now exactly yeah oh, you know, that's that's uh, that's wonderful yeah yeah conscious business is that it's based on values mm -hmm. on social environmental impact mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. the last aspect is it's not about money of course mm -hmm. you all want to make a living but it's about this expression to be in service exactly mm -hmm. yeah you know it's perfect there's a quote from uh, steve farrell the ceo mm -hmm. of uh, humanity's team and he used to be a silicon valley guy so he was making a lot and he said i was leaving something i was paid for he was a big company millions to do what i was made for so that's really when you have a calling not many people have a calling but when you feel that there is this thing that you need you feel that you have to make an impact in the world that's a big calling you have to listen to it and uh, yeah so okay yeah so uh, for for your client um i guess this is also what you uh, try to awaken in them this consciousness uh, too no so uh, if i can ask you briefly how do you work with your client in that sense for example when, so, when they come to you mm -hmm. you work with raising this consciousness uh, in them you know you don't ask the same question i ask who are you or this kind of things but <laughs> but you yeah. you try to make them understand what's mm -hmm. your your end goal you know if it's mm -hmm. just being your own boss you're you're gone if it's just about <laughs> making money you don't need me mm -hmm. you know so mm -hmm. how do you do you work with your client just an example to show because you know we have this idea until like this image in our head of conscious business oh it's so cool conscious is our conscious aware of the society or the environment but to have an example clearly an example of what someone does with his or her clients it's like oh now i understand you see absolutely yeah having an example really shows the first thing is if someone maybe they're not in conscious business but they do you want to go forward this direction? It's really to understand. Don't try to be something or someone that you're not. It's just going to, it's going to be fake. You have to understand first, you know? And so me, I, I always understood that because uh, very young, I'm always someone who trying to be true to herself. It's very hard in life. If you really think it's hard to navigate in life and being always true to your values because sometimes there's decision that's very hard and you know so mm -hmm. i don't know example mm -hmm. okay yep. i want to be an entrepreneur but i have this offer and my job that it's like the salary is very good and everything but and also you're having like okay should i go there okay but the money is a problem but i so it's very hard uh but for me in my life i always try to really stay true to my my uh my values and how i do it with my business is uh whenever i meet someone first thing first it's not a business i i see the person first so she has goals she has dream because actually most of the time our business is the extension of who we are right um, should be yes 
And it, exactly, it should be. So I want to understand who's the person first. So we always do an introduction. It was very funny because uh, last week I was at a, we call that Ago Forum. So it's like a online um, exhibition event. And I remember I was speaking to someone and I, I was telling him, oh, we can do a coaching and I we will introduce it to each other. And she was like, oh, how much is it? I'm like, well, it's free. I'm not going to charge you just to <laughs> have an introduction. <laughs> Uh, with us so we start with the conversation how's we doing today so i'm asking the person question about exactly the not all the time the values but okay what is important for you what the impact you want to have what is your goal where, where do you see yourself and x amount of time and as after i know the person i know what he's selling and um when i said what he's selling not exactly like the physical or the services but what do you provide your client okay i'm selling uh i don't know i'm selling uh by example uh exer- um uh i would say a uh, um sport class if ex- by example if you do exercise with your client you're a coach your yoga or so you don't sell only the services right you sell the benefit of your product or mm-hmm. your services mm-hmm. so this is why i want the person to understand because most of the time we restraint uh the definition of our business to what we're selling but it's more than that people don't buy because i can go anywhere to buy like i don't know yoga class or uh, uh having a a personal trainer so we introduce ourselves and then um we really try to we will put strategy in places where uh anything that is uh authentic so i'm telling the, the the person are you comfortable with making videos no, I'm not. So I really try to find solution mm. that fits the person. Sometimes I might challenge them. Okay, you don't like to do videos, but maybe we we could start with your voice only. You know, uh, so I'm you know okay. I I stay in their comfort zone, but sometimes I try to stretch their uh, another and not in their comfort zone. But it's it's not like uh, it's it, there will stay they will still stay authentic. And after we do, uh, we do, uh, I really do, um, I would say, uh, we do meetings from time to time. So depending if it's three months or four months, just to be sure that the plan that I provided uh, first is working and that they have this the 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 result that they're looking for. Mm-hmm. So this is how we work together. And most of the time, there's clients I've been working with them for three years, uh, five years. We're still uh, talking to each other because I really put an emphasis on the long term relationship and also be able to understand when the client doesn't no longer needs you because they exceed their result and maybe they need maybe a bigger company. But at least uh, we did this uh, journey together and we see each other's growth. Oh, wonderful. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Now it's 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 interesting because uh, as I speak to many people in in uh, in marketing or thing like that, there's always the the worry about people look for package. You know, it's nice mm-hmm. to have all the loot things that mm-hmm. we are told to do to sell, but mm-hmm. the content. What what do you want to sell? You know, it's like uh, you are good in packaging, but what is the content? So in that sense, the, the raising those questions with a solopreneur makes them be more grounded in what they want to do in their life, really. 
Oh, in that sense. So, yes, trust the thing. Has um, uh, Michael uh, Beckwith uh, said mm. once, he said, a conscious business is a mission with a business, not a business with a mission. And that's a big difference for me because uh, you may have a business and you want to fit into the new consciousness wave. So you'll try to look like this, but you're not because you have not been aligned with what really do you want to do? And, and if, if and even if I could add now, it's mm -hmm. very funny because uh, I've seen a lot of videos. They're saying, oh, how to... Uh, how to understand the algorithm and how to follow people follow so much i, I hate that so much because it's i feel like guys you're not unique you're only following something to so <laughs> this Ex is uh, exactly <laughs> oh that's funny i was going to ask you do, mm -hmm. do you think if there's any uh, traps that uh, people fall into and you just said one you know <laughs> yeah yes because absolutely. we follow what you yeah in the mm -hmm. in social media yeah exactly yes so in a field that demands constant innovation, like yours, what you do, how do you maintain authenticity and stay true to your personal vision and values? So me, what I do every year, um, I do a business assessment. So I'm really looking at, okay, what I've been working, what's, what is working, what is not working, um, uh, do I love what I'm doing? Uh, do I love mm -hmm. to work with the people that I'm working right now? Is it, uh, do we work in harmony, even with the clients? Because sometimes people like, oh my God, I need this client. So I don't want to let them go. But sometimes you have to let clients go because either they outgrow your service or maybe the relationship is no longer the same. Mm -hmm. um, and it's okay. So I always do an assessment to looking within I would say. Um, also looking at the market, I'm get, looking at some insight and I'm and I'm seeing, I'm asking myself, do I want to go to this direction? Um, and does it follow also the 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 company's mission, right? Always look at the mission. Mm -hmm. This is why it's very important. This statement is like, you know, it's super, super important. And so this is how I I would say stay um in this conscience even if we go into the fast. And what I do most of the time is I try also. I try to see if I'm comfortable. By example, um, one thing that I've just uh, um, I've applied, um, I've just learned actually last year, it's strategy, by example, doing a marketing plan for clients because I, re I would realize that I would create content for clients, but sometimes the client, they're like, oh, I'm having a video, they post it, and they're like, oh, I don't see no result. <laughs> and and, uh, and then I realized that, oh, we need more than a videos. We need a strategy. We need a way to uh, do the, the, the broadcast. So whenever you put it on YouTube, uh, any other social media. So we try a lot of stuff to see how we're doing. And I'm learning new skills as well. And I'm trying to find my own way to do it. Um, with, with, either if it's, uh, if it's uh, with uh, ChatGPT, you know, it's, mm -hmm. everybody's mm -hmm. talking about that, right? So yeah. I'm open to try new stuff, but I try to appropriate to my way of working, where I'm comfortable and where I'm not. So this wonderful. is wonderful. Uh, yeah. I see, I see, yeah, wonderful. Mm. And uh, the other thing that I also like with you is that you're a real coach, meaning for solopreneur, 
we have to do everything ourselves when it comes to technology. We don't have a marketing department or a sales department. Mm -hmm. So you accompany them, let's say mm -hmm. that uh, in that sense. And uh, it's not enough to tell them what they should do, what they should have to make their business better, but you also train them, coach them and follow them. That's, Absolutely. that's a very, uh, very good. Yeah. Do you think social media is going to change in the future? Because we know technology and all those new apps showing up is kind of taking so much of our time. And now it's becoming a big question for mental health. You know, you know, mental health has become like a big umbrella. It's not mm -hmm. just people who are crazy. No, it's big umbrella, meaning stability mm -hmm. in your life. So uh, what, what's your impression as a marketing person too? What do you think social media is going to become in the, in the future or near future? Um, social, I think that, um, well, there's, there's two, uh, I would say there's two ways to go. Either you follow the algorithm, you know, as people do, <laughs> okay, I have to do this, create more views. But if you really look at the content that is working the best right now, it's really the content that is where we have sharing, sharing content, sharing tips, sharing ideas. Um, as we say, sharing is caring. So whenever, uh, whenever um, you have something is working, it's nice to share it with people because I might have this question I was looking for everywhere and I couldn't see. And then, okay, I just, um, by example, this morning, I discovered new stuff actually that I put in my uh, save list and I will, and I will watch. Um, I think we will go more to authentic, I would say uh, authentic uh, social media. Um, if you realize during COVID, uh, there was a switch as, as well in social media. Um, people looking for more authentic, um, uh, even for the influencer. If you look now, the influencer, you know, the jet set life and everything, not much people are attracted by that because the thing is like we're talking about mental health like when you expose all your uh your uh your personal item your materialistic materialistic mm -hmm. stuff it doesn't help nobody doesn't serve so i've seen a lot of uh influencers they try to kind of be more like okay um than the girl next door uh if we think about the kardashian we know they're super mm -hmm. famous and everything mm -hmm. but now if you look uh, they ha they tend to have a more natural look. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Because people really like, okay, you have your big yacht and everything and we're stuck at home. Like, what is the point of like lowering people, you know? So people exactly. looking for more authentic stuff, I would say. There's many directions that social media would go, but I think we're going to go into more authentic stuff. Um, we're talking about, by example, there's a, there, the people used to Photoshop a lot of their picture, but now people kind of reduce, even if some people use AI. Ah. <laughs> yeah, ah. absolutely. We go on more natural stuff and everything. So I hope it's going to go there. So I would say sharing something more authentic. We will still have people cheating, of course. It's, <laughs> it's the norm, but we will detect them also super easily. <laughs> cool. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of technology and, and the media, I'm thinking because you made me use chat GPT and I like it. <laughs> so uh, AI in that sense is becoming a game changer in many industries, not just marketing, of course. How do you integrate it into your work and what's its impact in the future, you think? So 
um, I see AI as any big discovery in history, which is uh, which can be we can talk about internet, the phone, um, the industrialization, everything. So even whether if you like it or not, it's here to stay. So it's either you learn the skills so that even if you don't use it every day at least you know how to um well either help on uh use it for um help in your business or to avoid scamming because sadly there's people using it in a bad way if i could say uh mm-hmm. but me how i say it special uh, specifically for solopreneur our time is very limited so we cannot create such an amount of big content or sometimes we might looking for ideas and it takes us time so for me ai should, should people should um use ai into the good way so the, the 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 good way so generating ideas creating content correcting and everything um that that this way but of course if you don't know how ai works you're gonna get um you might fall into traps by example um we know that uh, sadly with the voice recognition people can maybe mm. exactly mm. but think about it you people can get scammed over the phone over the internet so does it stop us from using it <laughs> no <laughs> so we just have to be conscious of like the good ways and the bad ways that people are using it and also using it to to amplify your mission uh be able to reach more people me i'm always trying to go to the I know some people out there need my solution and I'm going to use AI to to be able to reach to these people, uh, whether it's helping me creating blog articles to giving to share my tips mm-hmm. and tricks, um, having ideas to create videos. Um, sometimes I need a very uh, punchy slogan, you know, so <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And, and also be transparent. So I'm not scared whenever someone, I do something with AI, people ask me, oh, it was your idea. Sometimes I'm like, well, it's not my own original idea or yes, but I help I use AI to help me. So we have to be transparent about that oh, as well. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's good. A very good point. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. But particularly if you know people already and then suddenly you see something they post and you don't recognize their style of speaking. Mm. You're like, oh mm-hmm. oh. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> As I yeah. said, it's it's amplified who you are. So you're the one who directs the machine. The machine that shouldn't <laughs> controls you. Exactly. Mm. There are already many training courses, webinars, masterclasses, etc., to help entrepreneurs or solopreneurs set up their business. What would you see as essential to create, or uh, something you would do differently to help? Uh, Uh, a solopreneur start their business in a conscious way because there's enough already but what would you do absolutely there's a lot of courses out there every time i open my facebook new course and everything but um there's something that i do um different with my clients it's because in a uh, nowadays people Re- use a lot of automatization they automatize uh, they use automation for their business chat and everything so people kind of lose this personal touch this human touch so me what i do i do of course have like automated webinars of course but i give the chance to my client to have a one-on-one conversation with me throughout either as we we uh, i've mentioned earlier uh we have the introduction um session that we introduce each other 
<clears throat> sorry and <clears throat> sorry and um we also what i do from time to time every two months i would say i also do webinars but really with me by example we have a next webinar about digital declutter and it's really me helping people we're a small group people can talk to me asking me questions and everything and i'll also do um trainings in person trainings as well because yes the internet is good but sometimes you know there's stuff that we need the touch, the human, you know, the human presence to help us. And another thing, the reason why we do uh, uh, in-person and uh, coaching session and small group, it's because how many courses that we've enrolled and we never finish? Like me, even me, I have a lot of courses that I never finish. I so exactly. So what we do is like we I call this practical um, workshop. It's, so we have like 20 to 30 percent theory and then we practice the rest so 70 to 80 percent so we really do it and i call it get ish done <laughs> i would say so it's really like okay i cool. give you the theory how to by example declutter your email uh your, your email box and then we do it and then you just check and next because if i just show you how and then i let you go you will you will not do it so this is how i you i do things differently Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Hmm. There's a, a quote um, that I wanted to put there. It's, um, remember, every time you fail, remind yourself these words. Life won't always go my way, but I will always find a way. That's from Josiah Humphrey, the co-founder of Appster. And I thought that's so true. You know, Absolutely. there's so much going on so quickly. You won't succeed overnight, but stay, stay um, aligned with your own values and your mission, and you will always find a way. That means also having some trust, you know, in mm. in your life. Trust in her. Yeah, good. Trust the process, exactly. So, as a way to close our discussion, because we have to go for the break, do you have general recommendation or advice for listeners who may want to start their entrepreneur life with lightness and consciousness? Any advices? Uh, well, as I mentioned before, it's really to, uh, to sit down, to do an introspection, because... The world out there, every time you open, okay, we have this trick. You should do this type of business. You should do this every time. There's, It's crazy how people coming up with new stuff. So <laughs> it's yeah. overwhelming. So you really have to look within. Uh, you really have to see what really vibrates with you deep inside you. One thing that I realized that I was doing wrong from for the uh, during the first year when I start, it's that I, because I work in creative my um, field which is i've studied cinema and what i realized myself I'm like oh i didn't do much really i didn't produce or create much content i do more for clients because you know you exactly want to start so what i uh, i would say i would give an advice is like what is your ideal goal where do you want to go um even if it's today you cannot achieve this result yet what other little step you can do uh, while while um, building your business that will help you go to this final destination and always keep it in mind. Um, even if at the beginning we do stuff maybe that we don't really like or it's okay, but you really always have to keep in mind that my final result, what I want to do, 
where is my um my my i would say uh um this where i'm very comfortable not comfortable but where i really thrive this is where i want to go so this year i'm super happy because uh actually uh, past uh, this then December last December I registered uh, my company production but more for artistic projects so exactly so I'm like okay it's okay the three years I've learned a lot of, a lot of stuff but now this is where I want to go and I know that I will succeed uh, all the resources that I need will be there so we have to trust the process but working on making things happen oh wonderful wonderful And I'm going to end with a few quotes because everybody knows I love quotes. <laughs> uh, don't let others convince you that the idea is good when your gut tells you it's bad. That's from Kevin Rose, co-founder of Dig. But we can reverse it and say, don't let others convince you that it is bad when your gut tells you it's good. So if people discourage you from starting something like solopreneur career you know listen to your guts you have to work on yourself but listen to your guts Absolutely. do Absolutely. not focus on numbers focus on doing what you do best it's about building a community who want to visit your site every day because you create value and offer expertise and that's from uh, casey ho being a woman I thought I had to throw something about women. Being a woman <laughs> in business does not, does not come without challenges. My advice, surround yourself with other supportive women that encourage you, share ideas, and get you motivated. And that's from Jessica Alba, founder of the Honest Company. And that's very important for women because we, as you know, I've been trying to create different type of women's group and this is something that people are not very comfortable is sh working together sharing ideas you know <laughs> so the last one it's from elon musk i had to put it there <laughs> if something is more no sorry if something is important enough or you believe something is important enough even if you are scared you will keep going yes. so That's the thing. So that's all the time we have, uh, Sonia. Thank you so much for taking a cup of tea with us. I am sure that listeners will benefit from this interview and nice tips for living a conscious entrepreneur life. So to listeners, stay with us for another inspiring chat with this time Angela on what is a conscious relationship with money. So stay tuned. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Set your goals higher and aim for a true transformation in your life. Do not settle for well-being. Be grounded, centered, and raise your consciousness for self-realization. Myoku Techniques help you start your journey or deepen your practice on a one-to-one -one training. Check the website www.myokucenter.com and together let's make a difference now in your life. 
Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Welcome back to Tea Break with Vivian Cosimir. We hope today's episode is making you feel empowered in many ways. Now, back to the show with Vivian. Welcome back to our discussion on empowerment through the three W's with Angela Leone, our conscious money mindset coach. I hope you don't mind using this expression, Angela, because I know you, you have been coaching for more than 20 years now. And according to me, your approach could not be more relevant than in today's reality with a deep shift of consciousness. You help people reassess their relationship with money through the alignment of their values with a new paradigm, which brings empowerment rather than victimization in one's life. Because the new paradigm is about self-transformation and self-realization. So just to make sure that people understand, our discussion today has nothing to do with how to make more money or attract it. Money for money mindset is obsolete, old paradigm. Now it is all about money to achieve our purpose in life. Therefore, money is not a goal, but a means. So, Angela, welcome to Tea Break with. Hi, Vivian. Hope you have your. To be here. Yeah, cool. I hope you have your cup of tea. So let's start. I do. I do. (laughs) So tell us, Angela, a little bit about you and how you came to do what you do. Vivian, it's uh, actually been over twenty-five years, and you know, time goes by really quickly. So they say when you're having fun, time <laughs> flies, you're never really working. So I was teaching before, and my passion was always to guide and teach people, children actually. And so the opportunity came, and somebody asked, how about teaching people about finance? And so then I thought, I love money, and I love to teach. How about if we put the two together and we start teaching people about really how money works. And so that's how I got passionate and got really aligned with what is money. Mm, I see. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I love the way you said, I love money, naturally. And the vibration is so clear and, and real. It's, it's very nice to see that. <laughs> You're really aligned with what you do. <laughs> okay. So... With your extensive experience, do you see any differences in people you coach now in comparison to the past? Meaning, how do people relate to money according to you nowadays? Absolutely, Vivian. Society has changed. Like the way people live is different. And so it's absolutely necessary that the way 
you deal with money also changes. There's a lot of money stress. Don't get me wrong. There was always stress when it came to money. But today, because society has changed, it has it made it even worse. There's a lot more stress when it comes to money because we're using old systems. We're using old ideas, things. We should be doing things this way. We should be doing things mm-hmm. that way. But if society has changed and what people value has changed, we need to change the way we deal with money in order to be aligned. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. The basic question, it's, it's very, it's, it's very important, is to help us visualize and shift our mindset. You know, like if I ask, what is money? We hear the common definition nowadays to be cool. Everybody says money is energy. But what does it mean, really? What are your thoughts on that? When you understand money, you know that it comes with money values. And once you understand your personal values, not too far, you have core beliefs about your relationship with money. Mm-hmm. And if you start to understand your relationship with money, you can make better money choices. And so re- the reality is mm-hmm. most people shy away from understanding their money values. They believe that once they just make a decision, there's a right and a wrong. And there mm-hmm. isn't a right or a wrong. There's a way. Like, how? what are your money values? And so I've always asked clients the same question. If you think about money, what impresses you most about money? Ah. And most people think that money is attached to an object. I was going to ask you that. Oh, that's so, that's interesting. This is true because we grew up with that, with that belief and that uh, ideology of make more because this is a rule of society. Ah, that's and a, yeah. Most of the time when we speak to clients, they're like, they just want to make more money. Mm-hmm. They just want to buy more things, but they don't have that fulfillment that they actually accomplished anything. And the reality is, maybe we haven't understood what our true money values are. Because once we understand what we value about money, now it's tied to an action. And so we start putting together the value and an action, and they usually match up. And that's Mm. what causes fulfillment. Mm, I'll give you an example. Some people, a lot of times buying a home is top on someone's list of actions. But when we speak to them and we talk about life, what are some of the things you value? You're working so hard for money. What does it mean to you? Are you working for which value? And, you know, one example I like to bring is, are you working for freedom? Are you working for life experience? And so if you're working for life experience, that means you love to travel. And so are your actions, the activities, the goals, the decisions you make helping you get towards that? Mm. Or are you going further away from it? Exactly. Uh, 
yeah that's well said you see the way you you phrase it makes me make a link with uh, the three w that uh, we spoke about with um, sonia earlier it's know yourself who are you really what do you want to do in this life and what do you do to to reflect that you know this is actually a very it seems simple people have to understand it it looks very simple yes of course i know but knowing is not enough because it stays intellectual now make your life reflect it so that's something else yeah so and, I, and a, I love to bring up the point money needs direction right so if money needs direction it needs somebody who's aligned with themselves and their true relationship with money. Because if you align, if you're aligned, you'll start making decisions that will get you where you want to be. But you mm. have to understand yourself. You have to be true to yourself. Are the actions you're taking, the decisions you're making, getting you closer to fulfillment? Exactly. We're gonna, we're gonna go to your the concept of values in a minute because even the word sometimes but you know you've been in the field for many years communication we may use a, a word a concept and we realize later on that people don't understand it the same way we do <laughs> you know so we're going to go to the word concept to the concept uh, of values in a minute so uh, yeah I, I i like this concept of uh, flowing energy it's is to get you somewhere that's that's very nice so let's let's look at actually what is what makes ordinary people all of us in that sense we are born into a society whatever society that is <clears throat> sorry us america canada europe whatever with its belief system and ideology that we actualized uh, as our reality Whatever society dictates becomes our reality because we grew up in it. They say, actually, specialists say that 90% of what we do is programmed and we do not even realize that. This is the case for many, many concepts, obviously, like relationships, love, success, money. It is all based on a binary mindset, as you mentioned earlier is good or bad so no wonder money values are attached to it's good because i get what i want or it's bad because only the rich make more money or whatever the the belief so it's based on the binary opposition you know like success failure so how do you work with your clients to help them shift their mindset go beyond this binary thing so i'm going to throw at you concepts that you use because we spoke about, I mean, we've known each other for a while. So I'm going to throw at you those concepts and you're going to tell me and elaborate on them. The first one is, of course, what is money mindset? Money mindset is really understanding a little bit more about the attitude and the beliefs that you have about money because we grow up with certain beliefs and we carry them with us. And sometimes they're really not our beliefs anymore. They're your past experience as a child, mm -hmm. as an adolescent, as an adult. And then as we grow up, 
we have different beliefs and we have different attitudes towards money. So money mindset is, are you closer to where you would like to be? Is your energy with money? When you think of money, is it positive or is it always negative? Because whatever you focus on is what comes out naturally. So helping clients understand are the thoughts that they think about money. Is it helping them? Because anything negative, you know, Vivian, anything negative just brings you down. Yeah, absolutely. And you have to have clarity. And clarity is understanding the way you think about money today is it because is a true realization of who you are today or probably who you were before? Mm. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And it's understanding your thoughts and emotions surrounding money. It's really digging deep a little bit more, understanding. And it's okay if you've made mistakes in the past, but it's not dwelling on those mistakes. And it's not about comparing yourself to anybody else, you know, because society loves to be, they want to compare themselves. Am I doing better <laughs> than somebody else? You know, I'm not as successful as they are because I don't have all the money they have. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, it's interesting. You, uh, listening to what you're saying makes me think from a Zen perspective, no attachment to money. If you understand it as energy and you stay with that mindset, it's flowing, it's energy, then you don't get attached because your focus is on achieving what you want in life. You know, so in a way you stop thinking of comparing yourself to others and everything. You, you start looking inward, you know, really in that sense. Which brings us to this. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to add is understanding what's working for you and seeing the changes that need to be made. It's taking responsibility mm. for your own actions. It's easy to say, I, you know, I didn't know or no self-realization, self-development. You know, what are mm. we doing to understand ourselves better when it comes to money because when it comes to food we know we either like this or we don't right <laughs> and when it comes to health uh, we know you know if we need to lose weight vivian we know we hear about what we need to do yeah. but unless we dig deep and understand what are we not doing what are we not taking care of what are we not respecting Exactly. And it brings me to the point of money needs to be respected. The attitude that we have towards money also needs to be respected. Hmm. Okay. Which brings me to money values. You know, these terms took me a while to understand values. What do you mean by values? So I'll let you then um, elaborate on that. Because I liked the way you phrase it once. You said it's a customized approach I have with clients. What are your values about money? And that's allowed to explain the values, what it means, the values. When we say customized, because we always say, you know, if you're a size seven in shoes, Vivian, 
everybody can wear a size seven. If you're a size seven, you're a size seven, or if you're a size eight. But when it comes to money, customized means what works for someone does not necessarily work for someone else. Mm -hmm. um, your money values, I'm gonna give you a few examples, but they shape the decisions that you make in your life, right? Yep. When you understand we all have values, we might not know we have them, but they're there, they're inside us. We just have to understand them and bring them up because once we understand, we get clarity of our own values, it brings us closer to the life we want. It brings us closer to everything to give us that fulfillment. I'll give you an example. I value freedom, right? And so the actions that I take is by being able to, you know, not just have security, it's not enough security. Can I travel anytime I want? Can I bring my children um, to uh, a school play? Can I go visit them at school? Financial freedom being, means being able to do the things you want when you want. So if I'm thinking about actions towards that, it's really, am I preparing myself to have that financial freedom? Or that I work only towards buying a home? Because that's an mm -hmm. action for homemaking, another type mm -hmm. of value. You know, if we value health, is one of the goal might be to pay for a membership at a gym. Or if we value health, it might be to actually get a fitness trainer working with us or a health coach. But that becomes important for one person. Mm. And then for another client, it might not be as important. Helping others is another value. Maybe each month we want to help out some individuals that need our help. And again, what are the actions that we're taking to make this value successful? Like, the, are we helping anybody? And so mm -hmm. many times sitting down with clients, values is abstract. Yes. They, yes, they don't absolutely. get it. They're but, like, what do we like to do? And they're like, oh, I want to buy a home. And so let's relate that to a value. And they're not many times. It's just because society says we should buy a home. So let's put, you know, save money to buy a home. Mm, exactly. And that was my next question, actually. It's what do you want in your life? You know, if, from my perspective, I would say, uh, come on, let's take a few minutes to, I mean, more than a few minutes, but why did you incarnate in this life for? <laughs> you know, so what do you want to do in your life? What are your your preferences your what makes you happy what do you want to accomplish so from that you see the people where with their values where where they go yeah know yourself that's what you said to me last time yeah you have to know yourself people you, you even say people most people are stuck with their family values inherited that they are not aware of also and it's only yeah. normal that you get stuck with it because for so many years, you hear the same information. Mm -hmm. So many years you hear the same information, you start to believe that that's normal, exactly. right? It's, that's normality. But what is normal, right? Like I said, society has changed. The way 
our parents and grandparents dealt with money is completely different, has shifted. We also need to shift. Hmm. We also need to understand ourselves better. Today, it's not enough for people just to make money, Vivian. Exactly. They don't want to make money. They want to make money and have freedom that goes with it many times. Exactly. That's a big shift. So there's a difference between social fashions, uh, you know, in that sense. And uh, what do you want? Don't follow the fashions because now young people uh, have to be, I don't know, have three houses. So therefore I'm going to buy three houses. It's what do you want to accomplish in your life? So that's, um, it takes time takes actually to really. Uh, and shift. a lot of, and a lot of self-development, Yeah. right? Just like in health, we need to self-develop. You know, there's reasons why we're stuck sometimes. So unless we self-develop, work with somebody, get do some inner work, if not, we won't understand our money values. We won't understand what drives us, what makes us smile when exactly. we think of money. Yeah, I like that. Makes you smile. I remember you telling me one of your of your money values is actually self-development. You see? And take time to grow yourself in many ways, in different perspectives. Yeah. So once you step into that <laughs> journey, if I can say it that way, that journey of uh, uh, understanding your values, what do you, what you want in life, then you step into self transformation. That's Absolutely. another concept. And and I love the word transformation. Um, you know, we're, we're in the month of January and a lot of people, um, they make resolutions, new year resolutions. And why only in January? Why do we make resolutions only in January? I want to make all that money. I want to save all that money. That's so what happens in January, it's an idea. Exactly. But when we talk about transformation, we're talking about making changes that will last for a longer mm -hmm. period of time. So when you think of dieting, dieting could be a one month or two month diet, but it won't transform your habits because it's such a short period of time. But we want to change the way we eat. We want to change exactly. the way we think. And so if we manifest differently, we'll tr start to transform we'll start getting different results and we feel a sense of accomplishment. Mm. Mm -hmm. And if you're grounded and you're in control, everything starts to align better. And that's because you've made a transformation slowly, but surely you're changing day by day, the way you think, because if you change the way you think, you'll change the way you act. And yeah. those actions yeah. will get you closer to being in control and to feeling really aligned and have this better relationship with money that we speak about. Mm, okay. You said something last time that, uh, you know, if you, we, we could take a picture before or after <laughs> and see that because you said that sometimes even the, the goals of your clients shift once they are going through transformation, the goal they thought they had at the beginning is different when they are on the path of transformation. 
they, they realize, no, after all, I never wanted that. I should invest my time in that rather. So it's like true transformation, meaning not going back to your old habits in that sense, as you phrase it. So the good thing is that you follow your, uh, you accompany your, your client. It's not like, okay, this is like a doctor. This is what you should do to feel better, to be happy in your, in your, in your life. You follow them and uh, and remind them haha what you told me last time about this you see now your actions are not following <laughs> what you thought were your values that's all. we all need accountability mm -hmm. and with accountability we end up working a little bit harder we know that somebody is there guiding us helping us getting into this better relationship with money because it actually brings you clarity and accountability is so key. So that's what helps when we work with clients is really um, help, having that accountability makes you become true to yourself because you're going to answer to somebody. So it keeps you, uh. gets you on track and it helps you stay on track longer. It's like going to the gym, Vivian. Mm -hmm. You just go, that's not keeping you on track. But if you know that there's a fitness trainer or a health coach waiting for you that will guide you, there's a better chance for you to be where you want to be. And so mm. that's why it's key. And having that accountability helps in the transformation. You know, it's interesting because this can be applied to, to most of uh, disciplines. I remember a scientist explaining that why discipline is so important at the beginning when you change uh, some activity and is because the neurons are stuck that way in a way they communicate that way so when you do something new the communication between the the neuron splits and there's new connections and the new connections are very fragile so if you don't keep a discipline in that new activity or that new teaching that you are exposed to then the new connection dissipates and the neurons go back to the old pattern so the discipline at the beginning is is uh, is in that sense to respect the fact that you need to shift when we shift something in our head it's there forever you never go back to the past but you need to make some effort in really making new connections in your brain yeah so i have to ask you what is the biggest blockage in your clients a long time ago you said to me clarity is the biggest problem and it's still i i would still say today it's clarity um, unless you know what you need to change it's hard to make those changes i like to say you if you don't know what you don't know how do you start changing exactly how do you shift how do you transform how do you start making better decisions if you don't have a clear picture of what is working what is making you not smile and what can make you smile there's nothing better mm. than working towards a value of experience someone who loves to travel vivian they love to travel they want to experience they want to see the world and their actions and when they start fulfilling and they manifest that 
when they start to see they can travel, they've worked with their first trip and their second trip. Now, having that in their life is like normal. Exactly. And for them, that's a true transformation, being able to say where I was before, I didn't know where I am today, and I'm experiencing life, and my relationship with money is better, not because they made this big transformation, but small changes that were important for them. And mm -hmm. that's why it's customized. Mm, exactly. I like it when you said the small things, because sometimes this is the way it lasts longer. It's a real transformation. It's in the small things. If, uh, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, it's, um, I remember you saying also, which is normal, but people do not want to face what stresses them. So they try to avoid it. It's all psychological. So of course, I mean, we are talking about, you know, regular people, some people are very strong blockages because of trauma, then you need some extra help in shifting. But when we speak about regular people, of course, we want to lie to ourselves. It's not conscious, but we lie to ourselves. We hide behind things. But once you really are vulnerable and open up to yourself first, and then you, you realize, oh, after all, I've never wanted to invest in a, in a red couch. I don't like the color red it's because my boyfriend wanted it and I follow it. But no, my true color is blue. I mean, it's a stupid example, but when, once you understand really, when you know about what makes you happy in life, that's where you have to invest your time and money comes, then you manage your money differently to fulfill your, your life. And you, yeah. when you don't know, you can't imagine, but when it actually happens and you start to understand yourself better with your relationship with money, because you've done the inner work, you always wonder after, how did I not know this before? Yes, that's so true. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have three little things here. Um, you said, I remember, like, a, if you are not where you want to be, let's see why not where people tell you where you should be. Listen to yourself, in that sense. If you're not happy where you are, let's fix it. Transform your situation. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so the, basically to go back to this thing of, uh, if it's just an intellectual concept, you, it's not going to, you know, everybody is going to say, yes, we know that. I, I know what Angela said. I, I know that. I've heard it from other coach. But if, you, if it stays intellectual only, it's not going to lead you anywhere. It really has to be experienced and worked on. So that's really the secret. Simple things. Start with simple things. Yeah. And many times we, we know everybody knows many things today we have the internet full of information mm -hmm. the thing the internet will not tell us is why aren't we changing say that again it's too beautiful it's the internet has a lot of information we're information we have so much information 
But the one thing they can't tell us is they can't dig deep inside to help us figure out why we're not making the shift, why we are not changing. You know, why hmm. are we the victim of this? Because you need to change. We're no victims. We all take responsibility for ourselves, our actions, our thoughts. We are in control of that. And if you want to be in control, step one is really take action. How am I going to get in control of my financial future? How am I going to feel and smile when I hear the word money? Sometimes people don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. They'd rather not talk about it. It's easy not to talk about it, Vivian. It's easier just to put it on the side. Yeah, and you know, for that, I must say, there's still, that's why we don't realize we are still stuck in the old paradigm because we still associate money with, I don't have enough. You compare yourself or I haven't have enough to be called like I am in that category of rich people or, or whatever the idea we have uh, with it. And we don't focus on inner, in our inner life like what do i want to do in my life so if i can travel and don't have a big house i don't care this is my life i'm happy and that's what we want to bring people to a level of happiness about with money when they when they think of money because money works with them in that sense to make them reach their uh their, their fulfillment uh, in life Good. But we also we also hear, sorry, Vivian, mm -hmm. we also yes. hear a lot on social media. We hear a lot about propaganda. Where should we be? So it's always about the things that we want, the things we can get, how we can be rich fast, and how we should be doing this that way. So everybody is quick. Everybody is, they're treating it like something they can just grab that you can pick up and hold. Exactly. To make a transformation, it's nothing you can touch. It's a process, a process where you see what shift you need to make when it comes to your relationship with money. Mm. Exactly, yeah, it's what I said, yeah. Uh, anything else you would, or advice you would like to add for the listeners? One of the things that I know has always helped me um, is really take a, an inner self picture, like an x-ray, right? <laughs> is take a yearly look, you know, every once in a while, take a look and reflect, sit down and reflect what is important to you, not someone else. What is important to you? If you're working hard for your money, it's our responsibility to handle it with care and see is what are your values? And we all have them. Make a list of three to five values. You know, you at the beginning, you'll find it very hard because all you're, we're used to is not taking action sometimes towards the values. All we do mm. is go straight to the action. But let's assess where you're allocating your money. Once you have your values, where's your money going? And do you see a connection at all? 
I like that. I'm so sorry. I'm going to ask you to say that again. So don't focus on money. Focus on your values first. And then you said it so well. The money, what did you say, will follow where so you... Where, where's your money? Where are you allocating your money? Exactly. And then you can actually see, do they coincide? Are they relatable? Is it something that, or are your actions going in the complete opposite direction of your values? And that will tell you why you're not aligned and why oh, you're not said. feeling fulfilled because you're doing certain things, but your values, what makes you smile, what keeps you going is something completely different. So we should do that. And if you've taken an assessment or you've done a reflection last year we all change and so it's the mm -hmm. beginning of the year take another reflection write down your money values what is important and then write down the actions where's your money going and take a look to see and you'll realize if you're actually aligned and headed in the direction that you should be at ah uh, that's wonderful yeah, and that illustrates very well money as energy. It flows. It's not the end goal. Stop obsessing with it. Look at where it goes. Yeah, <laughs> that's what said. Yeah, just just to um, close a bit for, for people know I like quotes. So you you know what actually, Angela? It was so funny because I I went on the internet and looked for inspiring quotes about money mindset. And all of them, maybe there do exist some that I can't find, but all of them were based on the old paradigm, money for money, how to be rich, how to, to stop thinking as a poor, you know? And I'm like, no. So I found four things that I want to share with you guys. The first one is don't, and that goes with what you said, it's interesting. Don't tell me where your priorities are. Show me where you spend your money and I'll tell you what they are. And that's from James Frick. And instead of priorities, we can put values. Don't tell me where your values are. Show me where you spend your money. And I will tell you. Perfectly. <laughs> yeah. I love it. The second one, the only limit to our realization of tomorrow will be our doubts of today. And that's from Roosevelt. You know, so we have to break out of our fear, our doubts, because that's what blocks us in that sense. Wealth is the ability to fully experience life. And that's from Thoreau. What did you incarnate for? So that's the thing, okay? Experience life. That's where the money should go, your own values. The best way to predict your future is to create it. <coughs> And that's by Peter Drucker. So that one I like also. But the thing is for me, th there's a saying that I uh, say in, uh, in Zen, it's create your life, but make sure, design your life, but make sure who is the designer, your ego, the fear, the doubt, or, or your true self, your conscious mind, the true one in you. Okay. So, uh, Angela, we have to wrap up. So, thank you so much for showing us a great conscious direction to relate to money. 
we don't think about it because it is so ingrained in our lives. But a conscious mindset shift about money is necessary. We have to think about it. So to listeners, uh, thank you all for being with us today. I'm curious to hear what your, what's your experience and what your thoughts uh, are on the subject. So drop us a line. Here is a question for you all at this beginning of year. How are you going to start 2024? You can find us on many platforms like Spotify, Apple, TuneIn, Google, and much more. So you know me, I am Viviane Casimir, Zen Mind Body Coach for Inner Peace and Self-Transformation through Miyoku. And you can find me at www.miyokucenter.com and that is M-Y-O-K-U c-e-n-t-e-r.com and you can also find me on Facebook and Instagram. You can check my bio on the podcast. Let's make 2024 a conscious year for everyone. Don't forget to subscribe to the show for great insights and share the podcast with others to help move this world to a better place. So have a nice cup of tea and see you soon. Thanks for tuning in to this month's episode of Tea Break with Vivian Cosimir. Tune in next month for another new empowering episode. Until then, have a nice cup of tea and a clear mind.